Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Dorney's Vinyl. Uh, I want to thank you guys for tuning in here to episode 33 of season 5. This is, uh, I can't believe we're in the fourth quarter of season 5. If you are new to this podcast, thank you for tuning in. This is a weekly podcast. Every odd-numbered podcast is an album review, such as this one. Every even-numbered podcast is an EP extra podcast. Half of those are games guest starring my wife, um, such as next week's podcast will be. And the other half of those EPs are just little tidbits of information. So last week's podcast was an on-this-date segment in which I look at the Billboard charts uh, on um, the date in history. So I'll get into today's podcast. This is uh, the second of two soundtrack albums that we will that, that I will be doing a podcast about this season. So the first one was Rocky Horror Picture Show. This one is probably my second favorite movie of all time, um, Footloose. So I'm going to go through, I go through a little bit differently than I do my studio albums. I'm going to talk about the movie a little bit um, and before I then talk about the soundtrack. And then we'll take a short little break and get into my song rankings and my album score. So we'll start with Footloose. The movie was released in 1984. It was directed by Herbert Ross. The screenplay was written by Dean Pitchford. And the premise of the movie is that a city teenager moves to a small town where rock music and dancing have been banned and his rebellious spirit shakes up the populace. Population. People. I don't know. The cast for the movie, it features Kevin Bacon as Ren McCormick, Laurie Singer as Ariel Moore, John Lithgow as Reverend Shaw Moore, Diane Weist as V. Moore, Chris Penn as Willard Hewitt, Sarah Jessica Parker as Rusty, Francis Lee McCain as Ethel McCormick, Jim Youngs as Chuck Cranston, and Timothy Scott as Andy Bemis. So now the movie history. So, Pitchford wrote the film based loosely on the town of Elmore City, Oklahoma. So, the town had banned dancing since it was founded in 1898 in an attempt to decrease the amount of heavy drinking. One advocate of the dancing ban was the reverend of a nearby town who said, quote, No good has ever come from a dance. If you have a dance, somebody will crash it and they'll be looking for only two things, women and booze. When boys and girls hold each other, they get sexually aroused. You can believe what you want, but one thing leads to another, end quote. In February of 1980 in this town, the junior class of the high school made national news when they requested permission to hold a junior prom and it was granted. Tom Cruise and Rob Lowe were both originally supposed to play the lead of Ren McCormick. The casting deck directors were impressed by Cruise's dancing sequence in Risky Business, but he was unavailable due to filming for a different movie, Rob Lowe auditioned three times and had the dancing ability and look the director wanted, but an injury prevented him from taking the part. Kevin Bacon was asked to do a screen test the same time as being offered the main role for a Stephen King film, and he decided to take the chance on the screen test. What a great decision by you, Kevin Bacon. You're a legend. And Laurie Singer was then chosen to the role of Ariel, in which Madonna and Haviland Morris also auditioned. The film was shot at various locations in Utah Valley, Utah. Critical reception. So the film received mixed reviews. It has a 52% uh, approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. I I don't know if 52% is approval or not. 52% rating on Rotten Tomatoes with the consensus review reading, quote, There's not much dancing, but what's there is great. The rest of the time, Footloose is a nice hunk of trashy teenage cheese, end quote. 
That hurts. It really hurts my soul. So now the soundtrack. So the soundtrack for the album was released on January 27th, 1984, about three weeks, three weeks prior to the film's release. The filmmakers felt that this would advertise the film as well as feeling that the songs produced a stronger emotional response from people already familiar with them, which would heighten the experience of watching the movie. I can kind of say that that, that worked for me just as much. All of the songs were, written, were co-written by Pitchford based on various songwriting styles. The album peaked at number one in the U.S. and number seven in the U.K., with Stephen Thomas Erlewine of All Music rating the album four and a half out of five stars, writing retrospectively, quote, the album delivers its mainstream pop, anthemic rock, and light dance pop with style and an abundance of hooks. And he continues, Not only does it function as a time capsule of a certain moment in pop music history, but many of the songs are catchy enough to transcend their production. End quote. And the album has certified nine times platinum with nine million copies sold in the United States. So the personnel on the album I'm going to be doing um, for each song. So, otherwise, it would be extremely lengthy, so it'll be done for each song. Track one is Footloose. It was written by Pitchford and Kenny Loggins. The personnel includes Kenny Loggins on lead vocals, Neil Larson on keyboards, Steve Wood on keyboards and backing vocals, Buzz Fighton on guitar, Nathan East on bass guitar, Michael Boddicker on synth and bass, on, sorry, synth, bass, and percussion, Tris Imboden on drums, Polino DaCosta on percussion, Marilyn Dorman and Rick Washington on backing vocals, and the song was produced by Loggins and Lee DiCarlo. The single peaked at number one in the U.S. and number six in the U.K. It was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Original Song in 1985. Blake Shelton released a cover of the song for the 2011 remake of the film, and in 2018, the Library of Congress selected the song for preservation in the National Recording Registry as being, quote, culturally, historically, or artistically significant. End quote. Track two is Let's Hear It for the Boy. It was written by Pitchford and Tom Snow. The personnel on the song include Denise Williams on lead and backing vocals, George Merrill on backing vocals, Shannon Rubicam on backing vocals, George Duke on drum programming and keyboards, Memory Moog bass, Prophet Synthesizer and Synthesizer, Paul Jackson Jr. on guitar, and Paulino DaCosta on percussion. And the song was produced by George Duke. The single peaked at number one in the U.S. and number two in the U.K. And Jaina Kramer covered the song for the 2011 remake. Track three is Almost Paradise. It was written by Pitchford and Eric Carmen. Personnel includes Mike Reno of Loverboy and Ann Wilson of Heart on lead vocals. Chaz Sanford on electric guitar. Keith Olsen on bass and acoustic guitar. Bill Cuomo on keyboards and synthesizer. And Jim Keltner on drums. And the song was produced by Keith Olsen. The single peaked at number seven in the U.S., and Victoria Justice and Hunter Hayes released the cover for the 2011 remake. Track four is Holding Out for a Hero. It was written by Pitchford and Jim Steinman. Personnel includes Bonnie Tyler on lead vocals, Sterling Smith on piano, synthesizer, and Lynn drums, Hiram Bullock on guitar, John Philip Chanel on synthesizer, Art Wood on Simmons and Lynn drums, Tom Bones Malone on trombone, <laughs> that rhymed a lot, and horn arrangements, Michael Brecker on tenor saxophone, Alan Rubin on trumpet, Lou Saloff on trumpet, Jim Pugh on trombone, Dave Taylor on bass trombone, Rory Dodd, Eric Thayer, and Holly Sherwood on backing vocals and vocal arrangement, and Ellen Foley on additional vocal arrangement. And the song was produced by Jim Steinman. 
The single peaked at number 34 in the U.S. and number 2 in the U.K. Paramount Pictures asked Bonnie to record a song for the movie, and she agreed on the condition that her producer, Steinman, could work with her. In a retrospective review of the song, William Hughes wrote that the song, quote, displays some of the worst of its decade's typical excesses. The lyrics are laughable, and the heavy-handed synths and piano riffs come dangerously close to cheese. But none of that matters because the sum of those parts transcends their limitations, hooking directly into pure emotional need like only the greatest of Torch songs can, end quote. And Ella Mae Brown covered the song for the 2011 remake. Track 5 is Dancing in the Sheets. It was written by Pitchford and Bill Wolfer and performed by Shalimar. Personnel includes Bill Wolfer on synthesizer, David Williams on guitar, Mickey Free on guitar, and Howard Hewitt on vocals and background vocals. And the single peaked at number 17 in the U.S. and number 41 in the U.K. Track 6 is I'm Free, Heaven Helps the Man. It was written by Pitchford and Loggins, performed by Loggins. The personnel includes Kenny Loggins on vocals, Steve Wood on acoustic piano, Nathan East on bass, Tris Imboden on drums, Buzz Fighton on guitar, Steve Lukather on guitar solo, David Foster on synthesizer, Lori Rafa, Lori Williams, Matt Hyatton, Mark Rabinrot, Megan Howard, Michelle Radino, Amy Rubenwright, Dylan Leaner, and Melissa Larson on backing vocals. And the song was produced by Loggins and David Foster. And the single peaked at number 22 in the U.S. Track 7 is Somebody's Eyes, which was written by Pitchford and Tom Snow, performed by Tom Snow. Uh, no, it was performed by Car Carla Bonoff. My apologies. The personnel includes Carla Bonoff on vocals, Tom Snow on Fender Rhodes, Alan Pasqua on synthesizer, Nathan East on bass, Michael Landau on guitar, Michael Botts on percussion, Wendy Waldman on background vocals. Track 8 is The Girl Gets Around, which was written by Pitchford and Sammy Hagar, Performed by Hagar, the personnel includes Sammy Hagar on vocals, guitar, and background vocals, Bill Church on bass, Gary Pill on guitar, Jesse Harms on keyboards, and David Lawser on drums, and the song was produced by Hagar. And last, track nine, Never. It was written by Pitchford and Michael Gore, performed by Moving Pictures. Personnel includes Alex Smith on lead vocals, Gary Frost on guitar, Charlie Cole on keyboards, Alan Pasqua on synthesizer, Ian Lees on bass, Andrew Thompson on saxophone, Mark Myers on drums, Paulino DaCosta on percussion, Marcy Levy, Richard Page, Carmen Griot, Tom Kelly, and Steve George on backing vocals. The song was produced by John Bolin. And unfortunately, the band was never paid royalties for the song, with guitarist Gary Frost saying, quote, We performed it, it was written by the guys that made the movie, and we got nothing from it. Someone made a lot of money out of that song, and it wasn't us. End quote. Whew, I gotta take a breather after that one. Luckily, we have a short little break coming up. And when I come back, I'll give you guys my song rankings and my album scores. So stay tuned for that. Alrighty, I'm back after that short little break. I will get into my song rankings, song opinions, and album scores. So if you're new, essentially how I do this is I listen to the album from start to finish. It didn't change because it's a soundtrack album. Um, I listen to it start to finish, write some notes for each song as I go through. And then at the end, I'll, I will do my album score. So at number nine, I have Somebody's Eyes. This was another song that had a really solid bass at the beginning of it. It's probably the simplest song on the soundtrack lyrically. It does have a really nice tempo to it, though. And, and it has a really, uh, really nice f funky, plucky guitar riff. Uh, I was somewhat surprising Wow Factor guitar riff on this one. 
with really nice randomly placed guitar plucks throughout that wow factor riff i will say like this song is somewhat out of place on this album i don't really know what it is um because it's it's and it's very eclectic album it's mostly rock but very it's, it's overall pretty eclectic my favorite lyrics on this song though were somebody's eyes are watching somebody's eyes are seeing me loving him somebody's waiting to take him back again Love is no disguise from somebody's eyes. At number eight, I have Dancing in the Sheets. This is another funky sounding song with a good instrumental opening. I really like the simplicity of hand claps in the background of this song. I almost don't notice anything other than the synthesizer and the drums on this one. I I think that this is the first song that has like an instrumental riff. Uh, this is song five on the album. Uh, really the first one that had like that instrumental riff. It has a pretty good guitar solo. I just wish it was a bit longer. Um, I will say then, then, you know, we got a little bit of a, a more solo at the end of the song. And my favorite lyrics for this one were, grab your coat and wave goodbye to your friends. I want to take you where the night never ends. I feel the need to sweep you off of your feet. You and me, we should be dancing in the sheets. At number seven, I have Let's Hear It For The Boy. I like, really liked how funky this beat was. Um, I, I, this is one of the songs, really every song on the album I could, but this one I could picture the whole entire movie scene in my head. Perfect, really perfect vocals for the way that the song is written for just this song as a whole. Uh, th- honestly, this song almost makes me want to dance. Like this whole album kind of makes me want to dance. The instrumentals on this one, though, were a bit lacking. It needed some pizzazz, like a riff or something to it. There's, there, there is like a two-third instrumental on this, uh, on this song, but it's nothing different from what like the actual sound of the instruments were throughout the rest of this song, like the entire song. I like the last vocal, um, not at the, but not at the end of the song though. Uh, my favorite lyrics for this one were, "My baby may not be rich, he's watching every dime, but every night he holds me, and we always have a real good time." At number six, I have I'm Free, Heaven Helps the Man. This is, you know, a song starting off with the bass guitar. I like it. I'm a huge fan of the bass. You finally get to start off with with the good bass. Another solid musical introduction on this one. The chorus of this song doesn't make sense to me, or at least like the title line of the song. Like, I'm free, heaven helps the man. it, It just like the rest of the chorus made sense, but that line just didn't make sense. I like how the rhythm of this song makes it seem faster than it actually is. That's It's very interesting. I like the instrumental build-up at the end of the song. It's got a really nice guitar riff um, to rev up to prepare to, to, for the ending chorus of the song. The bass guitar is, is really noticeable in the song, like it was, you know, the first couple notes. Just very noticeable. And my favorite lyrics were, Love's the only thing that keeps me here. You're the reason that I'm hanging on. My heart's staying where my heart belongs. At number five, ah, this, the top five in on any given day really could almost be interchangeable with each other. Number five, I have Footloose. This is another absolutely iconic beat to open a song. Like I feel like just the past couple, um, past couple album reviews that I've done, they each just had like an iconic song musical riff on it for a little bit this is one of them i can picture the feet dancing in my head kenny loggins has some great vocals uh i also really like 
the lyrics to this song. It really is such a catchy dance song. Uh, I really like the additional instruments that get put in on the second chorus. It does a great job of like almost the same thing that I'm Free does, but revving up before it goes into the final chorus. It's a great song, but it's a soundtrack song. Like it wouldn't fit on like a studio album. It fits perfectly in this soundtrack. My favorite lyrics for this song, you're playing so cool, obeying every rule, dig way down in your heart, you're yearning, burning for some, somebody to tell you that life ain't passing you by. At number four, I have The Girl Gets Around. I love how up-tempo the guitar solo is at the beginning of this song. This is another scene that is absolutely just perfectly in my mind. Uh, this one has a great guitar introduction. Uh, it's one of the better songs lyrically as well. I like the slight change in tempo on the first couple lines on the chorus. It's, it's so slight and subtle, but I really like the change that it gives. Now, this song has what I'm looking for when I talk about wow factor guitar riffs. Give me more of this. I know it's song 8 of 9, but give me more of these wow factor guitar riffs. It, this is actually a pretty short song, and the fav my favorite lyrics for this one were, Well, she'd like you to think she was born yesterday, with her innocent looks and her little town ways. When she's smiling at me, she's got angels in her eyes. At number three, the top three were really tough, I'll say that. At number three, I have never. This song has a very nice, intense introduction. You gotta love songs that have a nice saxophone solo to open up the song. The bass on this song really drives this song home. Honestly, a fun game I feel like would be to try to count how many times "never" and "ever" are said in this song. I, I, I would, I almost, I'd put the number at 50. 50 and a half, over under. What do you think? Over under 50 and a half, "never" and "ever." This is one of my favorite workout songs. It's, it's like just like an intense, like emotional song. I like how these songs are written for the movie because the lyrics make so much sense. Like. The amount of times that I've seen this movie and the amount of times that I've like just looked at the lyrics and actually thought about like how they fit into the movie scenes, it's so it's so great. Um, this only it only makes sense to end this song in the album on a saxophone solo. And my favorite lyrics were he holds you down, but I know you want to run. You're hot, hot, loaded like a gun. Oh, you feel so trapped and confused. Start with nothing. You've got nothing to lose. At number two, I think this might be uh, come at some, somewhat of a surprise. Holding Out for a Hero is my number two. There is nothing like a Jim Steinman song to change the mood of an album. You know, coming off of the previous song, track three, which is obviously my number one because he's the only one left. Um, you know, we're finally getting some good instrumentals at the beginning of a song with the synthesizer and the drums. I really, really like Bonnie Tyler's raspy vocals. She's one of my favorite artists. I'd love to see her live someday, hopefully. However, I know she's kind of old, older. I don't know if she's even touring in the U.S. anymore. It, it, and this song also has a really good combo of background vocals. That's one thing Simon does. Is and 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 you know that leads me to my, ne my next point. Simon always, Steinman always has to go above and beyond what's necessary. Like he pulls out all the stops. There's trumpets, there's trombones, there's saxophones. He's got his his background vocalist posse with him. Um, I really like when the song slows to like the drum instrumental and the bridge. And I also really like how the song ends with the, the ooze. My favorite lyrics for this song, Up where the mountains meet the heavens above, Out where the lightning splits the sea, 
I would swear that there's someone somewhere watching me. Through the wind and the chill of the rain and the storm and the flood, I can feel his approach like a fire in my blood. And then last, number one, Almost Paradise. Arguably one of the best unknown duets. Um, you know, it, it's really, like, it's not a song a lot of people know, and it's one of the best, I think. I love that slow introduction that that comes together with, like, the slow piano and the, and the drum. Their voices flow perfectly together. Like, it's it's uh, it would have been awesome to hear them collaborate more than just this one song. I can, again, picture the movie scene in my head and, and almost every part of the song, what's going on. The lyrics are beautiful, too. The bridge is so short, but it really packs a punch. Like, I think it's two lines, but, like, it's it's a great bridge. I like how the drums really increase as the song continues. It's definitely the most notable instrument, the drums are. My favorite lyrics were, I thought that dreams belonged to other men. Because each time I got close, they'd fall apart again. I feared my heart would beat in secrecy. I faced the nights alone. Oh, how could I have known that all my life I only needed you? So that is my number one song, Almost Paradise. I will get into now my album score. So how I do it, I do give it a score out of 10 on its lyrics, vocals, and instrumentals. So lyrically, I gave this this one a seven and a half. Some of the songs I pointed to lyrically being Holding Out for a Hero, The Girl Gets Around, uh, and Almost Paradise. Vocally, I gave this one an eight, pointing to Almost Paradise, Footloose, and Let's Hear It for the Boy for vocals. And instrumentally, I also gave it an eight, Dancing in the Street, Dancing in the Sheets, I'm Free, Heaven Helps the Man, and The Girl Gets Around are the songs I pointed to instrumentally. So those three categories will get multiplied by two to go into our total score. That's what I call the Dorney score. I then give it a score out of 10 on its U.S. chart position and its U.K. chart position, peak position. In the U.S., it was number one, so it got 10 out of 10 points. In the UK, it was number 7, so it scored 7 out of 10 points based off of my scoring system. I then give it a score out of 10 based off of how its singles chart. So it had a number 1, which gets 5 points, another number 1, which gets 5 points, a number 7, which gets four, uh, sorry, 3 points, a number 34, which is 1 point, a, thir- a 17, which is 2 points, and a 22, which is 1 point. Which total, I think, would come out to 17 points. However, it can only max out at 10. So it got 10 out of 10 points. And last, uh, I give it a score out of 10 based off its album cover. It's essentially the movie cover, um, but it um, I'll give it an 8.5 out of 10. So total album score, Footloose had a really good scoring, 82.5 out of 100. We'll have to see where that compares to, um, comparing to other the other studio albums that I've done. I think it's going to be up there. I don't know if it'll be top 10, but you gotta, you'll have to tune in to the season finale in a couple months for that. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate all the listens. If you're not already, go follow me on Instagram at Dorney's Vinyl. And if you're interested in buying some used 33s, 45s, I have an eBay store. Just type in Dorney's Vinyl. You should be able to find it. I got about 300 listings or so. Uh, it's going really well. I thoroughly enjoy it. Hopefully I am um, supplying, you know, ho- hopefully I'm supplying everybody's, you know, I don't know how, I don't know really how else, how else I'm, what else I'm really trying to say. Hopefully I'm supplying everybody's records for them. That was a really, really poor last couple seconds if you said still tuning around, but thank you guys for tuning in.